Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! (laughs) 
yes, 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 yes. Where are we, Jables? Where are we, Jables? Life is a blur. And nothing means anything. <laughs> I love this positive song that we're doing about life in general, right? Uh, we're at 600, kids. Oh, my gosh. We are at 600. We are at 600. Oh How do you feel? Uh, I feel... Yeah, how do you feel? That was me. I was me getting excited. You know, I feel like I'm thinking back to our first little studio. Sure. Up in the frog of our house for like episode one about Coachella. Again, what is Coachella even? Ah. That's not even a thing anymore. No, nothing's a thing anymore. We have been on so long that Coachella isn't a thing anymore. (laughs) And I love to see it. And I love to be here for the... um, We've outlived... Coachella festivals. We have outlived music festivals, yeah. although yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw on the news. Don't worry, guys. Austin City Limits is still going on. Yes. Virtually, and you can buy a ticket and be let into the Zoom room. No, I no. do not want uh, any. Festivals are not dead. They're part making of it. that. Nope. I don't want any part of that. No. By the way, the, uh, the set for Ross Passion Revolution, the new one, is almost done. Uh, all we need to do is uh, get it on wheels here, and we're good to go. We should, yeah. be, we should be up and running next week, by the way, at the new uh, set for Ross Patterson Revolution here in Austin, Texas. Um, it is not just us that has moved. It is everyone making the mass exodus from L.A. Um, so we were in Nashville over the weekend, and uh, Theo Vaughn is there now. Yes. Theo Vaughn is in Nashville. There's another big one that just moved to Nashville today. Ben Shapiro is moving his entire company there to Nashville as well. It's a big deal. Tommy Lahren is there. She moved to Nashville. Um, You know, (laughs) Ben Shapiro. When he talked about it, it was it was a big deal, and he put it into perspective a little bit, even more than like you know, Joe Rogan has Jamie. You got one guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he moving his family. So that's a, you know, a couple people right. that are contributing probably a lot to the economy. But anyway, a couple people. Yeah. He's taking 75 employees. They're all moving with him. Correct. Leaving Los Angeles. And paying their moving expenses. Leaving their houses. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Look, Shapiro makes a lot of money. Um I've, he has a whole, yeah. I, I've, I've uh, had the privilege to sit down and have uh, lunch with him and his producers um, for fuck, th- three and a half hours or whatever it was. I mean, it was amazing. They, they, had, they catered for us and uh, they had fine, the finest whiskeys in the land. And right. it was amazing. And I got to pick their brain about this entire operation and everything they're running, right? So I, I can answer the, the questions of, of why they're moving. Um, he answered them, but yeah. Well... There, there's some other ones. Like, oh. Yeah. So uh, besides of what he said on the show. Oh, okay. And uh, I will say this. He, there came to be a certain point where he had to hire private security. Um, did he talk about that on the show? Yes. Okay. So he's a normal great dude in real life, like mm-hmm. for real, and, and very smart and, uh, uh, and very funny. Like I, I was surprised at how funny he was. Um, but him describing going to synagogue mm-hmm. uh, with armed security and mm-hmm. you know people with guns and shit like that, like just 
going through your normal day with children in Los Angeles, doing what he does there, um, it was a gigantic burden. Um, the other part about it was like his office. Now that he's moving, I, I can talk about this. Like, it, there wasn't. There's nothing on the building. Mm. It is not where you expect it is. It is supposed to be, and you're kind of shocked because he's hiding in plain sight there. And that was all part of it too. And then you had to go up through, you know, six or seven floors and, and all this other stuff to get there and everything else. And it was like, it, I think there was also like a, this is my personal belief. There was a genuine fear of like, what's going to happen in this next election if Trump wins and he's still there and all that other stuff. And uh, um, I think all of that combined with the other things that he talked about on the show with the homelessness and uh uh, you know, is the weather, you know, the, the mild winters nice enough to keep you there? Like all that stuff. I, I think that was a big combo combined. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told us, like, he was like, the, the freedom that you guys have and you're able to move around and, and where you were currently shooting and living. And at that time, it was North Carolina. And, uh, and the other guys were in Texas. He was like, I will never, ever get that here now. Because mm-hmm. I think it's, it has all gone too far. And uh, I, I think he's right. And um, you weren't here for the show last week with Jared, but we had talked about this, of what we thought was going to happen after this next election. Because I think, unfortunately, I think Austin's going to burn. Um, and I think LA's going to burn. I think, I think some really fucked up shit is going to happen what, after Austin's this election. Austin's going to burn? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think that people will take to the streets, and this will be very, very aggressive. And some of these cities that the, the protests have happened in, where you're just like, Man, because um, you and I were here for the last one with, with Black Lives Matter and all that other shit. Like, I just think it's going to bubble up that night because I, I truly believe he's going to win. And I, I think there's going to be even more problems in L.A., more problems in Austin. And I think the timing of his exit is very curious in that November date of like, hey, man, let's get all of our people out of here before this election happens. Um, so I understand it. Uh, now, Theo Vaughn, on the other hand, uh, just moving he does a one man show uh, with his. He's a newbie, and um, uh, Shapiro even talked about this. Like, I'm born and raised, raised here, love it here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a newbie. I'm not someone that right. just can't fucking hack it. Like, right. I've been here making this work and getting to the level that he was at in LA means like you fucking grinded in LA, even when it was hard. Yeah. 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 Even when you couldn't afford shit, and whatever. A, and in a conservative town and a conservative town. I mean, I'm so sorry. He, a liberal town, a liberal town doing yeah. a conservative show. So that's the difference. I think, um, Theo has always talked. He's not from LA, right? So he's from Louisiana. He's very much like talks about that. Mm-hmm. And so he has always not really felt comfortable there, right? So for him, right. it was like, oh, okay, my friends are leaving. For Ben Shapiro, it's a real concern for his family and his family's security. When you walk outside to take your kids to school and there's a homeless person getting trash out of your trash can that's literally in your driveway, and mm-hmm. then you're driving them to school and then they're pissing all over the ground. Like, it's something that, and the wildfires as well, which is like, the drought is something they could do something about and they can do controlled burns right. to make sure that the, that it's not just a sitting box of Tinder box. Tinder. And, and, that, and, so, and that's what Trump has said for a while. Of like, absolutely. Hey well, Gavin Newsom just recently conceded the fact, but <laughs> this is literally just now. Yeah. Like he just now was like, we could have done more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. climate change. I know. There it is. There it is. And so, um, 
yeah, I think there's a, a number of things. And I think uh, we don't see, or people in California just don't see a, an end to these things that are happening. They I, only see yeah. a worsening. Yeah, I, I, I do too. And, um, you know, to, to, to close off the Shapiro thing, like I, I think he was worried about getting assassinated. I know that sounds strange, but like, um, I think the level that this is going to go to after this next election, like, I think people are going to lose their shit for a little bit, you know? Um, I don't know. I do. I do. I looked, even Trump said it the other day. He was like, man, I think I'll get assassinated in this next term. Of course he did. Um, but but you don't, do I think he will? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, and I think, cause here's the other part of this too. Like, um, cause it's not just Trump. I, there was, there was a lot of hatred towards Obama as well when he was in there. Right. I, I, I thought the same thing about Obama, like where I was like, man, is he going to get picked off because of the craziness that's going back and forth on this? Like, um, I don't know. You, you never know. And, uh, I, I think now, cause you were there in Los Angeles, like it's a fucking hellhole. Like, um, I was in Ventura. So. No, no, no. But when you came down to work with us, you were there for a week and it, you were in the belly of the beast it was there. A lot. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. And but, uh, uh, like Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez, I know this is a story that we talked about uh, a couple months ago with the uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines show redoing that house on Malibu. Mm-hmm. They sold that house. Right. For zero profit. I think people are, everybody is pulling up stakes and saying, all right, everything's about In to crash. Malibu, though? Zero dollars they got. Malibu, you can keep your house probably, right? Like Malibu. Yeah. If the protests and the riots come to Malibu, Zero then we're all screwed. Dollars. When you, when you have a house that, that Chip and Joanna Gaines redecorates and remodel to flip and you make $0 out of it, like, uh, and, and the fact that you're not waiting and you're saying, hey, we're, nope, we're getting rid of this now, signals more problems to come. And Shapiro and everybody else, like, People are paying attention. The world is paying attention to what's going on in these cities. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, somebody asked me on the flight back from Nashville. Uh, they were a fan of the show and uh, uh, Drinker Bros. And they were like, um, what, what do you think the end game is with Los Angeles? Because they were uh, living in Los Angeles. And they, they had spent a lot of time there uh, over the last four years. Now, me personally, I think... Uh, you've got to get rid of this leadership and it, and it, and it will happen. I, I really believe that. I think people in California will be fed up with it at a certain point. Um, we'll see when that is. But uh, my guess was 2028 uh, is when it'll start to be cleaned up again. Because mm-hmm. um, that's when the Olympics are coming there mm-hmm. and the world is coming there more importantly. And so these Olympic committees, this happened in Atlanta because I'm, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So in 96... Downtown Atlanta was a fucking shithole, man, um, back then. And they were trying slowly, like two to three years before the Olympics got there, that's when they were trying to clean up everything and started building new parks and getting rid of the homelessness and all that other shit. And uh, it was because the world was coming there. And if the world comes there and your city is a shithole, not only is it just an American problem at that point, but it is a global problem where it's just like, Jesus Christ, America can't get their shit together. Um, so I think that's when you'll probably start to see LA cleaned up, but to all of these people moving, you want to spend the next eight years of your life there while they figure it the fuck out before the Olympics? No. Well, and he also, one more point that he made, which is true. Uh, the people that are going to leave are the ones with the means to do so. So the only people that will be left in California 
are people that don't have money to leave. Right. They don't have means. They right. don't have a big company. They don't have things that are going to contribute mm-hmm. to the economy in a real way. So it, the <laughs> leaving Los Angeles costs a lot of fucking money. Yes. So if you don't have the money to do it, mm-hmm. you're going to have to stay. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and continue to not make money, right? Or just live in a failing um burning drought rolling blackout whatever economy and um get more and more pissed and angry and you know i don't do the outrage thing or the prediction of horrible things happening that's just not what i do Mm -hmm. so for me like i don't see it in my travels and in my life um, so I don't know how horrible it's going to get in other places than California and New York, right? Right. I'm not sure. I'm not either. Um, I think maybe some stuff will burn and some people will protest in these bigger cities and stuff. I think. Yeah. Um, I probably won't see it where I'm at. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, um, look, so we'll, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't. We will be downtown here on election night. And, we will. Uh, we had this conversation on the show last week with Jared. Um, you know, we're all doing the show together. Jared's like, hey, man, I'm leaving my car at your house. Like, we're Ubering in. And he goes, I want no part of whatever is going to happen. Right. When he gets elected, because make no mistake, and we're going to do a, a pre-election show and all that stuff. We're all going over state by state. But I think he's going to win. And I think those elect- electoral college votes will come in quickly. The mail-in ballot bullshit will happen three weeks later. Um, Biden might win the popular vote, mm-hmm. but, but make no mistake, I think on November 3rd, there will be a winner declared, and, uh, and that's when shit's going to get wild. So uh, we'll see. Um, it, it would be helpful if it was later in the evening, um, you know, because people aren't going to go out at 2.30 in the morning, but uh, you want to wait till sunrise and, and sitches like that, because I was in New York when Hillary lost, and mm-hmm. uh, the day after. Mm-hmm. And they, they couldn't get shit going until the next night where it was right. just like, all right, at least then you saved yourself. Yeah, because really, it, yeah. it went on to like 2.30 in the morning. Uh, this is episode 600, kids. And uh, we want to thank you. We are live on YouTube. Hammer the like button. If you are watching now, uh, just took a uh, flight back from Nashville. It was with uh, Kid Rock and John Daly. You guys heard the show yesterday. We're back live in the studio. Uh, like we said on yesterday's show, we're not doing any crazy parties for 600 or anything. 1,000 we will because we're going to keep going. And, uh, you know, look, we'll be at uh, 700 in 100 days here, essentially. So uh, we can't keep doing things where it's just like, hey, cool, man. Right. We're in this for the long haul with you guys. We love you, man. And uh, we, we appreciate the support every day. So to start off this show, um, because the video drives audio numbers, right? Our audio is our bread and butter as far as like what pays for everything and employees and, and all of this shit. We've spent a lot of our money into video um, because the larger your video audience is, the more people listen to audio and vice versa, right? Um, we're grateful, unbelievably grateful to the Nooner crew who always shows up at, uh, at a time that is definitely not noon, um, usually in the 12, 15, 12, 30 range, probably 12, 45 today. Who knows? Um, that's, that's because of me, uh, daddy had a little problems, uh, getting the engines going, but, uh, I'm going to run down shoes. the list. You had problems putting on your shoes. Yep. My child took a shit in my shoe today. So that is real. welcome home, daddy. Yep. Um, <laughs> Nico, the Greco first in the room, Ruben Schneider. These, these are all our YouTube nooners here. Uh, Colby Lane, Lloyd Burke, 
Tyler Chamness, Aaron Chessness, Brent Stark, Hangel McCringleberry, still one of my favorite names of all time, by the, the best, way. The best, the uh, best. Itamashi, uh, Caleb, Rec90, AJ Gamble, Kevin Knights, uh, Big Dick Denoff is in here, Jordan LaPointe, Taylor Clark. Um, who is this? Craigers is in here, of Craig, course. Craig, he said, hey, Ross, can we leave our car at your house and Uber in? <laughs> <laughs> no, our house is not the parking lot and Ubering no, in. No, but it's not. But uh, Rihanna, uh, we love you. Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah. She's always in here. Is it? Uh, is Rihanna, there a confirmation? I, yeah, we messaged with her for Broettes, and we're like, are we saying it wrong? And she's like, yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> Danny Kay, uh, <laughs> My girls, my girls, uh, do we say the hawk? Oh, you the gotta hawk. say the hawk gotta and Richard Denoff. Yeah. Um, where are the girls? Greg Lamontane uh, is always Julia. in here. Danny K, dude. Mongolia. Uh, we appreciate it. Oh, Julia Mongolia. Yeah. Mongolia. Mongolia. Um, what's happened to Brittany, you guys? She died. Todd Welch. Where's Brittany? Shout outs. Uh, Reed White is always up in this bitch. Um, no, but all you guys, uh, Jacob Fraze, uh, we are grateful, and uh, Nick Grossman. Uh, we're, we're, Sarah. We're grateful that uh, Sarah you guys Rhodes. tune in every day because it, it's, uh, it helps the show. And, uh, you know, eventually this YouTube algorithm will flip, we think. Um, it is flipped for some friends of ours, so uh, we will see. Uh, but we're going to keep doing live shows. And then, Giorgio, uh, how soon until we're doing, like, Facebook and Twitch and all that stuff? Hopefully we can test this weekend. Great. Great. And uh, this, the new set should be built and all that stuff. But uh, we're, we're amped that you're, you're here with us every single day in, day out. Great. Awesome. And that'll awesome, be a awesome, picture awesome. of his penis. So when you see that. <laughs> um, so Julia Kirkus. Yeah. So Julia you got married. Is your last name now Munguia? Great question. Or is that because she said Kirkus got married? Yeah. So, Julia, is that you? <laughs> and did you marry someone with the last name Munguia? If so, if so, amazing. You are the star of episode six hundred because correct. Good for you. Rusty Barnett, Tom Brown, uh, appreciate you guys. Nick Jansen, um, look. Kirkus, all, you got to tell me, bro. All you, all you guys, man. We, we appreciate you guys tuning in live every single day at noon. And uh, we're unbelievably grateful, uh, uh, humbled to be, have done 600 episodes. Obviously, if the show failed, we would have stopped at like, you know, 50 or whatever. And it just kept growing and growing and growing. And it's because of you guys. And, uh, and there's a private group now on Facebook, too, that, mm -hmm. that uh, Craig Dulesky started. So it's, I pop in every once in a while. It's, it's the usually, RPR. It's great. It's, it's usually it's a hilarious. picture of, of, of Nessie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nessie Wiseman. Nessie Wiseman. It's usually a picture of me as Nessie Wiseman, which I love. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the times it's just you guys connecting over your shared love of me, and I love that. Yep. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, the show. Of you course. You share love of the show. But also Jesse was. But Wiseman. also me, and so I appreciate that, and uh, we love you guys. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're going to do a show. We're going to do a normal show, so let's go. Normal show. Uh, Joe Biden uh, is going to be played by Jim Carrey on Saturday Night Live. 
Um, that was the, the big announcement yesterday. Um, it's a great fit. Uh, but Do you I, think so? Yes. Uh, there, look at the side-by-side picture. Yeah. He's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Remember him as Fire Marshal Bill and all that shit? Like Jim Carrey's No, great. you're right. He's great. Uh, he can do anything. The guy can do anything, literally. Um, I want to tell you why this is happening. Nobody's talking about that at all. And, uh, and right now, it's just a big splashy headline um, of like, oh, hey, Jim Carrey's doing SNL. First of all, Saturday Night Live rejected uh, Jim Carrey. Told him he wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Living Color, ended up picking him off and said, hey, man, we'll take you. We think you're awesome. And then he exploded off of In Living Color. Mm-hmm. He likes doing SNL from time to time if he's promoting something. But he is not a fan of doing that show after not getting on it. Um, all right. those years ago because let's face it Jim Carrey has a massive ego not that we all don't so I'm not I'm not even trying to say that I don't sure. either right I still hold a grudge against SNL um Jim Carrey who's made fucking 20 million dollars a movie for 15 years has a massive grudge against SNL mm-hmm. here's what the, the the genuine reason is for Jim Carrey doing Biden on SNL um, Joe Biden, as, as you know, Joe Hyden and everything else, uh, is not getting a lot of screen time at all. Anywhere on any of these outlets, nothing. Um, and when he does, and he's making gaffes like the, uh, the thing yesterday, where um, you know, he gets off the plane and starts waving to people that aren't there. Um, the memes have been hilarious with uh, Chubbs um, and uh, Abraham Lincoln. You know the, sh- the shot from Happy Gilmore in the sky? When, when they're all dead in the sky at the end of Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, and he's yeah. he's waving yeah, the yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah. Abraham Lincoln yeah, and, and the yeah. alligator who bit yeah. his arm up. Um, those memes are going around and it's hilarious. And it's like when you have to limit the coverage of your presidential candidates, uh, you, you need more help. Um, the headlines are still being eaten up 24 hours a day with Trump. Trump, 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 Trump all day long. Nothing to do with Joe Biden at, at all. Um, SNL in the past, has been able to flip elections. Um, now, this was years ago, and then you're trying to test the power of television and how viral these clips are going to go. They did not want McCain and Sarah Palin in there um, in 08 with Biden. Therefore, Tina Fey, who doesn't, has never done characters, uh, went in and was like, I'll do this character and I can do this, and uh, made Sarah Palin look like a fucking dummy. And in my opinion, that it really swayed that election now i don't think mccain was going to win anyways but it made the 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 hatred for sarah palin real now here's what they're doing with with uh jim carrey playing joe biden on this joe biden is struggling to find an audience right now struggling to find camera time because jim carrey is going to be in there and jim carrey is a lovable guy and And great hates hates donald trump (sighs) so what they did was they're they're sticking with uh alec baldwin asked trump um he's mm. coming back and then they're putting joe biden in there he's and going maya to create a, and maya rudolph mm. as uh, kamala, kamala who's also lovable Oof. they're trying to create a duo that is more exciting than the actual duo who is running in this election and you're going to get about a month's worth of uh so about four episodes out of it because i think they start october 3rd you're going to get about four uh weeks out of that and the ability for these clips to go viral with Jim Carrey playing Biden and Kamala Harris playing, uh, being played by uh, Maya Rudolph is the best version of the two of them that you can possibly get. And I can promise you this. There was a huge sit-down behind the scenes that said, all right, 
how do we figure out a way to turn around this election and make the two of them more likable and affable and give the best comedic versions of themselves that these guys aren't giving on the campaign trail right now. And the only way to do that is with Jim Carrey, the Jim biggest, Carrey. still the best, com like today, because Robin Williams is dead. Is he the best comedian right now? Jim Carrey? Yeah. The best comedian? Actor. Um, best comedic actor. Yeah. Who would be better than, who would you put up against Jim Carrey right now? Will Ferrell? Yeah. I wouldn't. No. For my money, I'd st it, it's still Jim Carrey. For real. Okay. That guy can dive into any character there is and go hard. Um, he's a lot. He's a lot. He's a lot. And he's great, but he's always great. He always delivers. He really does. Um, shit. I, there was a clip that popped up. And again, I, all of our devices are listening to us. I'm going to watch that doc with Jesse. I saw, again, we, we've gotten all the messages. So I'm going to watch that doc with you. But all our stuff is listening to us. I talked, I had this conversation with, I think it was Giorgio the other day um, in Nashville. And uh, the next time I pulled up my YouTube was a clip of Jim Carrey at the Golden Globes. Um, and he was, it was just, what, a year and a half ago or a year ago, whatever, whatever that was. Mm -hmm. God damn. And he destroyed the room. Yeah. You know, he was like, I know, you know me as right. two-time Golden Globe winning actor, oh Jim Carrey. And for my money, what was the VMAs that he showed up? Oh, yes. A, a fog hat. Would it kill you to play a little fog, fog hat. hat completely in character? Could that the happen today? Night. No. You're right. You're right. It's still Jim Carrey. You're right. And so I think, and, and look, we all know Jim Carrey's hatred for Trump, and that's fine. Uh, but for the left, who is the, the, the voting audience for this election, right? Mm-hmm. That is the best possible choice you can pick. And I promise you, behind the scenes, they all sat down and said, who do we get? Who can we get? And I, don't, and, and I bet you, I bet you, they backed up the truck cash-wise for Jim Carrey. And, uh, and they sat down with him and they said, look, this is not just important for SNL. This is important for this election. And you have to do this. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that was the final decision that was made behind the scenes. Uh, for real. Um, and it makes sense. I mean, anything they can do and they are going to make them lovable mm -hmm. and they're going to be the smart side of the comedy. Correct. Trump is going to say the stupid things and yep. they're going to be like, what? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. People are giving us money. Yeah. Uh, Itamashi, buy something nice for uh, Be Best Jess. We will. Well, first of all, it said buy something Jacob Fre phrase. <laughs> crazy whatever buy yourself something real nice ross and then it was like <laughs> buy something nicer for jables and then they're like 20 you know what i mean Rusty like Rusty barnett was now like, they're yeah competing over buying nicer things for me and again i love it i love it i love it <laughs> so again it always turns into a love for me which is gosh the jim carrey in me Really loves that. But. Yeah, yeah. I look, we, they, we, we love the Jayboys, dude. Um, hottest girl on the planet. Hottest girl on the planet. But either way, look, I, like e even me, I will be glued to that. I, I'll, I'll be watching SNL for Jim Carrey and Maya Rudolph for sure. She's for already sure. played Kamala Harris and destroyed. Kills. Yeah. And oh. so the two of them together, holy shit. Um, I, yeah. I wish they had a better Trump. That's my only gripe, I guess. Um. And what do you mean by better? The way Alec Baldwin plays it, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's not, there's it's no someone fun someone who to hates it. him. Yes. There's no fun to it. So I wish it was like a, 
I wish it was Frank Caliendo, to be honest with you, right. or somebody like that. Um, it, it would be great. Somebody with some comedic... Not that uh, Alec Baldwin's not great at comedy, but... Uh, he is. He's just never been known for impressions. Like, he is actually a very funny, like, in interviews, off the cuff. Yeah. His Tony uh, Bennett's hosting, really good. Hosting. Yeah. Like, he is hilarious. And, you know, I guess he has done some. He's been on SNL fucking 20 million times. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, next up here, Jabe's, uh, speaking of presidents, um, Barack Obama. Uh, that book, that release date has finally been announced uh, for Barack Obama. I was wrong about this. I said about six months ago they would try to drop it in October for the election. Um, I think they, they just announced the release date. It is November 17th after the election. Interessant. Very interesting. And um, I think this is a strategy on the publishers. Uh, look, I'm going to go back to this SNL thing. I think this is a strategy on the, the publishers um, who look at the landscape and be like, all right, great. Since Trump is probably going to win, the country is going to be angry. Two weeks later, you're going to be able to buy the Democratic Heroes book, and it will probably be the highest-selling memoir of all time. Michelle's was number one. Michelle Obama's was number one already. Would it, would it help Biden at all if he put it out before? No. Because okay. uh, here's the thing. I think it would overshadow Biden. Okay. And right now, he is already overshadowed enough that it's right. like, dude— uh, Barack is not running in this election, man. This is this is you. It's another candidate. No matter how much you want to, you know, dig him up and have him at all these events and all this shit, it is not Barack Obama you're voting for. Um, therefore, I think uh, from the because this is the same publisher we had for uh, for Matt's book, right? Um, I think this is probably the best strategy they could to sell the most books. And uh, uh, the other thing that's odd about this, and this is a shitty move, and I'll call them out for it, is it's not going to be one book anymore. It's going to be two. Mm. So now you can double down in your profits of like, hey, we're going to split somebody's memoirs into two. No offense. There has been no history in the, in, uh, no president in the history of this country who's ever had two memoirs about their life back to back. Like, is it just the no same one. one split into two or? Yeah. yeah it's gonna so be, it's just part two? Part two. Yeah. So they're, now they're saying part one and part two. This isn't, uh, you know. A, a fucking encyclopedia set like this is you were you were there just as long as every other president is there no one has had two memoirs about their life before um it's a shitty move on the publisher and it's it and it's shitty because of the people who are actually fans of barack obama now you're gonna make them buy two different books and it's like come on man no one's life no president's life is two books no one's no one's is two books i would venture that no one president or otherwise. Yeah. No one. Even Keith Richards, when he wrote the second biography, was like, hey, man, I got the first We're, one. We got the yep. gist, bro. Yep. Let me guess. Still doing drugs. <laughs> causing problems. Still doing whatever the fuck you want. Still making a shit ton of money. Still not getting in trouble or dying. Great. I read that already. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's shitty for his fans. It's, it's shitty as a publishing outfit, but they're doing it for money, obviously. And, uh, Two memoirs just makes you look like a dick. No one's that important. No one. How long do you think, by the way, um, because you guys were up against an Obama. Uh-huh. Who we beat. We, we, we knocked out Michelle Obama. You knocked out Obama. Now, this publisher will always have to compete. <laughs> like anyone that has a book coming out with this particular publisher, or uh -huh. anyone, uh -huh. 
how many times will they have to compete with an Obama? Do you know what I mean? Like it's now the daughters. Do you know what I mean? It's like every year yeah. you're like, well, yeah. an Obama book is coming out that year. So it's like the Jobs movies. Yeah. Well, there's a Jobs, Steve Jobs movie. Yeah. Oh, who's playing him this year? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> then it was like a big, big dick, fast bender. Yeah, and, um, exactly. you know, who knows what it's going to be next year for the next Jobs movie. But it's always going to be an Obama book. There's yeah. enough of them. They keep putting stuff out. Yeah. You will always have to compete. With, uh, with, with an Obama. And it's like, uh, you know, if you want to counter programming, my book comes out the week after. So Week uh, after Obama's? Yeah. You can get, uh, as the sun rises, it dawns on him. Because right now in publishing, um, same with films, there's nothing comedic like coming out whatsoever. There's zero comedies coming out. And I can tell you now that this release date was just announced today, every other publisher is going to push their books because they will have no shot at number one mm. on the New York Times bestseller list. Mm. Uh, there's no way. This will be there for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. What was hers? Like 19 or something? I mean, it was coming something crazy. Uh, so, yeah, uh, November 17th. And again, smart move if you're looking at the pattern of the election. Yeah, man, people are going to be pissed off. Two weeks later, they're going to be pissed off enough. Let's buy the greatest presidents of all time book. Like, for real. Mm -hmm. That's how they're going to market it. Um, that is how they are going to market it. Uh, Cardi B, Jabes. Yep. Getting a divorce. No. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> I am outraged and appalled. And I'm just wondering what could have possibly went wrong. Um, so it's just the same shit. Just cheating. Here is is the Just cheating and is cheating the and hilarious cheating. thing, right? You write you write this song "Wet Ass Pussy." Sure. And that's still and and look if you listen to the the graphic description of how she gives blowjobs mm -hmm. and that thing, mm -hmm. one would think she she could never lose a man. Um, no, not true. Not and, true. And the internet, Twitter was hilarious about this announcement. By the way, um, especially because they call it Black Twitter, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, every black woman on Twitter was just like, dude, if I'm worth a, a gajillion dollars and, uh, and I'm as sexually explicit in the bedroom as I am in the lyrics of my music and, I, and you can't keep a fucking husband at that point, how is there hope for the rest of us? And uh, it's true. If you're offset, though, um, I don't get it, bro. That is a meal ticket right now. That is the fucking, uh, your, your whole bowl of soup right there. That mm -hmm. is your whole bowl of, of Campbell's chunky soup. Right. What are you doing, dude? Ride that out. She'll be cool for another, what, three, four years probably, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, ride that out for the next three, four years. After that, yeah, get off the train, you know? I wonder if she isn't like that. I wonder if she's like in bed at nine <laughs> do you know what i mean maybe and that song yeah. came out and he goes uh for who <laughs> and you're doing this with who yeah right yeah that, that it could be um she's real busy and always looks like <laughs> super busy and always looks on point is always like dressed to the nines glam everything no matter what that hair and makeup team in that wardrobe that shit takes all fucking That's day too all day yeah. so yeah and she has a kid but it's their kid 
I know. Well, it's not like it's somebody. We else's. know how that goes. Yeah, that would have been. It's her kid. She would have. He would have left a long time ago. It was somebody else's kid, but. Uh, right, but she's got to take care of the kid, be glammed up, do right, all the things right, that she right, does. Right. Um, I don't know. He was fed up with the bullshit. He was just like, "Look, dude." Um, she's a fraud. <laughs> In his mind, she's a fraud. He was promised wet ass pussy, and he did not get it. And he got. Uh, sweatpants and asleep by 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 nine <laughs> asleep yeah. by nine yeah yep and so, again i didn't commit fraud on you like you knew everything that you knew that was me <laughs> do you know what i mean so there's a difference you just can't be a hypocrite oh man the fact they're getting divorced i look you don't leave that train you don't leave the kardashian train either man uh we were driving through nashville um, grabbing some food at the last second. And who, who do we see on the McDonald's menu on the drive-thru? Travis Scott's. The Travis Scott size got his own line of McDonald's food now at McDonald's. What was it, what was it called, Giorgio? Mm. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a bacon cheeseburger, but, but like uh, it might have barbecue sauce. You could dip your fries in barbecue sauce or something like that or whatever. And... Uh, uh, Dan was like, how much do you think he got for something like that? And I was like, oh, he got millions from that. And I go, the only person he can thank on that is Chris Jenner. And then what did, what did that dumb dumb do? You know, he knocked up the golden goose. And then he fucking just uh, couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't be with fucking hot, hot ass Kylie Jenner and mm-hmm. uh, their billion dollars. She has a billion dollars with a B. No, she doesn't. But close enough close enough you know close you have enough. your own meal at mcdonald's bro do not leave the kardashian family do you think you would have gotten your own fucking meal at at child-friendly mcdonald's with the clowns and the hamburglar and mayor mccheese if it weren't for chris jenner dude what the fuck are these people doing i just don't understand it um the money ain't coming in forever. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And unless you have like the best businessman, you'll probably blow it on stupid shit. Chains or fucking cars or whatever else it is. Like, right. Come on, man. I just don't. Cardi B uh, and Kylie Jenner. If they're getting ditched, <laughs> come on, man. Right. Um, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy, Jabes. Uh, we get some sponsors who pay for the show to be on the air, and they Maybe have. Maybe it was too wet. Oh, the, the pussy? You know. Hey, man, there's some tricks you can do to get around that, too, you know? Just a little slippery. Yeah. Throw a little V sign down there, and, uh, you know. Sure. Good to go after that. Everybody knows that trick. Mm. Um, yourself included. Sure. Uh, <laughs> happy 600, baby! Uh, we got some sponsors who pay for this. Look, man, some of these sponsors have been with us since day one and, uh, we're super stoked, man. Ghost bed's been on here as long as I can remember. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Um, again, look, they've, they've been with us for, uh, OG homies. They've been with us for, uh, forever. And, um, they do all of our shows on our network. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. 30% off. If you're a member of the military, a first responder, um, a teacher, and mm-hmm. you work in the government, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this weekend was rough. It wasn't even a weekend. Right. Who goes on an all-day bender with Kid Rock and John Daly on a Tuesday? On a Tuesday, yeah. Man. You do, and no one feels sorry for you. Carry uh, on. I don't feel sorry for myself either, James. Okay, that's all, carry that's all on. That's I'm saying. 
Uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, if you're a regular dumb dumb like myself, uh, 25% off and you get two free pillows with a mattress. Um, best in the biz there. Uh, you know, a dingus McConnellingus now um, said that uh, Cardi B has a snail trail going on. I have no idea. I have no idea if that's true. Um, and uh, Craigers just gave me 10 for uh, the double Q. Uh, with uh, a chi large he knows that i love that as well at mcdonald's um you can eat it right in your bed which is where jesse and i enjoy it <laughs> right on the ghost bed mattress that's why you get that protective cover uh, you're gonna wake up the next I morning know. with a lot of weird stains on I it know. from mustard i and smoke ketchup. weed at night that's what happens Sorry. go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today as always they get a 36 month page you go program no interest there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and uh all those deals are applicable with that 36 month page you go program Next up, we get StrikeForceEnergy.com, Jade. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Shabloinks, blinks, 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 There it is. Four amazing flavors, lemon, orange, grape, and a ridge. 10-pack, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottle. You can rip it open and squeeze it into any liquid available, and it'll get you going. Last longer than five-hour energy. I got it here. I brought the Ross Dicks Out for Harambe mug today, and I got it in there. I am pounding the water all day long today, needless to say. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Uh, and I'm going to throw this back for 600 for uh, straightrazors.com. Uh, go ahead and get, give the I people can't. what they want. Give them what they want for 600 You know? No? I'm scared. Why? Who cares? I, I care. <laughs> I mean, I don't care, but a it's, lot of people care. It's too late at this point. We've got 500 episodes out there with it in there. No. So go ahead and say it. No. Go ahead and say it, James. No, dude. The people want it. The people want it. I'd do it. My voice is crushed today. Oh, you like it? There it is. Well, it's my last show, so. We're not doing it. We're not doing the cancel culture bullshit. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. I love Asians. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, for real. Smartest human beings on the planet. I wish we had uh, more of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of them are avoiding arrest, you know? Uh, go to straightrazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Best uh, razors, straight razors in the biz, Jabes. And, uh, man, uh, they, they started with us from, from day one. And, uh, you know, we love them. And we just want to give them a shout out. They're, uh, they're not on the show right now, but they, we, we, we love those guys, man. And uh, Luke Webster and everybody over there. Uh, go to straightrazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Aftershave is the best. All their shaving products are the best, man. And we love those guys at straightrazors.com. Jabes, um, I want to talk about uh, uh, my, my run-in with American Airlines on the way back. Okay. Um, I uh, was going to the restroom, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, man, I'll be right back. Can you just check me in or whatever? And they were like, we need to see that guy. So Giorgio came into the bathroom and got me, and they were like, hey, you got to get on the, the front desk. And they were like, we've got to pull up your thing. Apparently, I am uh, on a list now at American Airlines uh, for not wearing my mask mm-hmm. properly on a flight. 
mm-hmm. and they they asked me if I was going to wear it properly or else I would be banned from American Airlines. Mm-hmm. Now, on next week's show, you're going to hear Rob O'Neill uh, talk about uh, getting banned from Delta Airlines for mm-hmm. the mask thing. Um, here's what happened. First of all, when she asked me this and asked for my confirmation of, sir, will you wear the mask properly and blah, 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 or else you will be banned from American Airlines, she pulled her mask down all the way to ask me this question. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? One. Two, it would be a privilege to get banned from American Airlines. Uh, that's the worst. That's the worst of them. Uh, we fly all the time for work. Uh, I'm going to be realsies here. Uh, we'll probably go Delta One. Uh, I actually enjoyed Spirit because we had to fly from Spirit. Spirit, I think, whenever I can. And Southwest. Or Southwest. Southwest is flying everywhere, man. Jared took Southwest to Nashville. I didn't even think about it. Um, and I was like, fuck, man. Um, so I don't, I, I don't give one baker's fuck if I get banned from American Airlines. Um, now, here's the crazy thing and the hypocrisy in this, right? I was actually wearing this mask on a flight. Um, it was down, I guess, like, uh, like below my nostril or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a stewardess is that asked me to, to, to pull it up, in which I did. Mm-hmm. Maybe an hour later, she, another one came back and said, sir, you've got you've to pull it up all the way above your nose. And I was like, man, it, it was. And I was like, I was eating or drinking something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when I put it up or whatever, uh, someone must have said something getting off the flight mm-hmm. is all that I can figure out from this Mm -hmm. um but in this world of of fucking snitchery that we're going through right now like i i am so goddamn everybody knows my feeling on the mask and and, uh and how much i hate it and and all of this shit um uh but the the extreme level that people are taking this shit like i we saw two people in hazmat suits on the other flight like full-on fucking hazmat suits get on the plane Mm -hmm. there was a mexican dude next to me um who had a oxygen mask with one of those plastic tubes that went went somewhere i didn't see where the rest of that bag went Mm -hmm. for his mask and and all this other shit and now people are snitching on you on flights for not having it above your nose and everything else and it's like it's all bullshit all of it is 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 entirely bullshit um i know and you can say that all you want and you can scream it to the heavens and you can be pissed about it all you want. You yep. can try not to wear it, which is what you do. You take it to the very last second before you put on that mask. Someone needs to tell you pretty much everywhere we go to put it on. That's fine. It's your protest. It's your thing. It's, it's not, fine. It's not a protest. I know. I it's just your like thing. It's your thing. It. I, hate, I know I you don't. Nobody it. does. Nobody does. Uh, uh, yes. But the point is, you know, we thought for a second, even with the airlines, Dan had told us, like, just tell them that you have some condition, whatever, yeah, that yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. wear it. Yeah. We thought that we had some kind of semblance of being able to, in some situations, not wear it. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Yeah. It's over. It's done. They'll kick, they'll kick you off the flight. They won't let you go into the restaurant. You can't buy the food that you need. Like, they're not going to let you do the things that you want to do sure. without wearing the mask. So, here's, so you wear the fucking mask, here, right? No. I, here's the deal. I'm going to stop doing the things that's like, I, I'm going to limit my travel. Okay. Um, I'm going to limit my travel. I'm going to limit the, the, the time that I go out of my house, like um, me personally, just because I, 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 I'm, I'm over it and I don't want to do it. And uh, I had this conversation with somebody the other day where all throughout this pandemic, um, all of us that, that work with us um, on this show and, and uh, drinking bros and everything else uh, from North Carolina to here, um, 
none of us believe in this mask and all this other stupid shit, right? Right. Um, American Airlines had the, the that flight was sold the fuck out. I'm I, I get a fat man in the in the middle seat or whatever, right? We got these tickets last minute. Like I'm he's on top of me, I'm on top of him. There is no social distancing. There is no six feet. There is no uh, seats anymore in between. And American Airlines was the one who came out and said, "We're going to pack these flights, or else we're going to go bankrupt." If you're not going to abide by the other social fucking distancing rules, what the fuck does it matter for wearing mask? Because several times throughout it, like you can't hear the stewardesses through the mask, so they're constantly pulling it down. Mm-hmm. That's just coronavirus then all throughout the fucking plane. If that's what you believe in, right? Right. So me personally, um, after this, like yes, I'm going to st- I'm going to limit the things that I do um, because I don't care enough to do that and walk around like that and like. Man, I, I, I had to go to this, uh, I, I went to the gym the other day, and, and you, have to, you have to wear it like full time at the gym now, mm-hmm. like a mask at the gym. Like, I'm going to go in and cancel the membership until this is over. Mm-hmm. Um, God's honest truth. I can't work out in a fucking mask. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm breathing in my own shit, and like, um, I feel- <laughs> Your own shit? Yeah, for, for real. And, and to, the, to, the point, to the point of, I, I'm under the weather today. I never get sick. Mm. Um, I'm wearing a, a fucking, I, I wore a fucking mask everywhere for Christ's sakes. Um, and now I'm still sick with a cold or whatever. And I think it's genuinely because when you've gone out to these things and you're wearing a mask, this last event um, that I was at, um, this, this charity event, was the first time that no one had, again, no one had mask on. It was not a requirement. We didn't have to do shit. It was amazing. No mask the entire, didn't think about it the entire time I was in Nashville. Um, and I get to shake people's hands. I get to hug people. I get to fucking have normal experiences with people. However, the last six months, everywhere I've gone, you've got to squirt up with hand sanitizer. You've got to wash your hands everywhere. Mm. You got to wear this mask. You got mm. whatever. I feel like it weakens your immune system where it's like, dude, you should be out in the world. This is what you do with our, with our kids. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm glad you do it. Cause I've seen other parents who don't do it mm-hmm. where it's just like, Hey, if they drop food on the floor or whatever, like it builds up your immune Eat system. It. Yes. Jesse always tells him, eat it, pick it up, eat it. It's great. Yeah. Go outside. Yes. Get dirty. I I feel like my immune system has been weakened throughout this process because I've, I'm so clean. Everybody's so clean. And I think this upcoming next cold and flu season, which they're going to blame on COVID. I can fucking promise you that. But it'll be the hygiene hypothesis where everyone has weakened their immune system without, because they haven't been exposed to anything. Correct. Um, Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I think it is a problem to, you know, these people that really have been quarantining, mm-hmm. you know, because my kids kind of have day one. They get sick. He gets sick. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know if it was that. It's a long day. It's, you know, you're, these other things don't go away. That's the other thing that people don't realize is like a common cold if you didn't sleep very well, if you drank all day, if you traveled, whatever, like your immune system is down. Therefore, if any germ, anything, you will get sick. How your body deals with that sickness is the immunity that you've built up from being sick before. Right. So yes, you're, you're going to get sick from things in the world. It's still going to happen. Mask or not touching, whatever. I mean, it is, but like, I, I find it odd this week alone. It was our child's first day of school. Yes. He gets sick. That day, first interactions with kids and doing the other shit, right? Right. Uh, me, this is the first interaction where we went to a big event mm-hmm. um, with uh, you know a couple hundred people, and I was I shook a you know a lot of hands and pictures and all that other stuff, and and I get sick as well, and it's like 
it's fucking bullshit. Therefore, like me personally, I'm going to limit the amount of travel and things that I do for the rest of the year. Like, um, because I'm, 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 I'm tired of it. And like, I, it was the, the travel to get to and fro to these places mm-hmm. is not enjoyable anymore where it is like, look, we've always bitched about TSA and all that other shit. Right. Um, now that's actually easier because no one is flying. So when we go into these airports, Giorgio, I have the fucking clear Giorgio beat us going through normal shit. Every oh, single yeah, time, dude. Easy peas, dude. He, he, easy peas. And I, Dan would always uh, say something to him of like, hey, man, you should get the pre-check of the clear like you fucking peasant. Um, well, guess what? The fucking peasant made it through security before all of us uh, every single time, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, peasant. And it was hilarious. Please. And don't think that I, I didn't notice because I did. And it's like, dude, that means there is no one traveling. Therefore, it's like, dude, we're the, the people that are traveling. We're all scarfed up bundled up all this other bullshit even going to a restaurant to buy a a, a beer mm-hmm. we got a beer to get on a flight now you have to order food with that beer at the mm-hmm. austin airport mm-hmm. to buy a plate of french fries or a fucking thing of potato chips right um when, when we got the beers the beers were ready in two seconds because you're just pulling pulling down the tap mm-hmm. and i go hey what about those fries that we paid an extra eight dollars for or whatever and they were like oh man we don't have those ready Keep the fries. Right. Keep the fucking fries. Right. What are we doing with all this stuff? Mm. I, I, so for me personally, because I don't enjoy it, like, dude, I'm going to cancel the gym membership. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to limit my travel this year, and, and hopefully this will all go away. Either that or, or these companies are going to end up going bankrupt, to be honest with you. like, Because uh, the paranoia on these flights is fucking weird, too, now, where it's just like uh, when you're that close to people and you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. People are on edge, man, on that flight where it's just like any little cough or sneeze, people are freaking out. And I was the one sneezing and I had a fucking mask on because um, I'm sick. I got right. sick at a, you know, right. shaking people's hands again because it's my immune system is so built up now that it's like, oh, if I don't wash every square fucking inch of my body to go into a, a restaurant or a fucking thing like uh, or an airport. So I've said I respect that decision i've said before because um of my kids and because of how i just have to make this something that is fine Mm -hmm. it just has to be um because i can't for me and for him he has to wear a mask to school i have to make it fun and like just be safe and same same. when we're with our kids for sure i will always wear the mask and i never have a problem with it right right but i think that's but solo, if I'm by myself now, like gym, airplanes, all that other shit, like that, that's a choice that I'm going to make me personally where I'm just like, ah, fuck it. I, I'm not going to do it, man. Right. Um, and I'll wait till this blows over, I guess, if it blows over. Because that's the other thing is like um, looking around at the people on these flights and these airplanes and all the shit and the, the fear on people's faces. Again, when you hear a cough or a sneeze, I don't know if it will end. Even when they say, hey, man, we've got a vaccination and all this other shit. I have a feeling you're still going to have a certain segment of the population that is going to be like China and they're just going to continue to wear masks forever because they're, they're afraid of whatever it is. And they've also become comfortable within these masks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to stay for a while, man, years. You think? Um, I think so. I think some people will. Like I said, there's still people out in the, in the uh, woods from Y2K. So yeah. there are going to be people that do it and i it may be the same as china and that was my first my uh problem with it because i was just like dude fuck that Mm -hmm. um but there's some people that don't in china right it's a choice that paranoid 
immune compromised people make. Right. And I, I would hope for it to turn to that, that all these paranoid, that all these paranoid people mm-hmm. can wear their masks. Yeah. And it, it'll just be a, a normal thing of like, you're wearing your mask because you're scared. Right. And I'm not because I'm not. Yeah. So uh, uh, the, the other part about this, the last part I'll say about this was inside all of these airports, because we were in four, right? We had a layover and then a, a thing to the thing. If you're in a restaurant, you're allowed to take it off. So right. all of these restaurants inside of airports, like, you know, TGI Fridays and mm-hmm. Applebee's and all that other bullshit, where you're essentially out towards the terminal a little bit, you know, you got the outdoor seating and then you get seating by the bar. As soon as you walk in there, you're allowed to take off your mask and sit there and do have a fucking three hour conversation or go to the mm-hmm. bar or whatever it is mm-hmm. without a mask. What is the, what is the point? Mm-hmm. What is the fucking point of any of it then? If you, if you're just going to walk in and then get on the plane with these people, like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous and dumb. And therefore for the rest of the year, at least I'm going to limit my travel and we'll see what happens uh, going forward. But uh, um, yeah. And then uh, the gym thing, like, yeah, I'll, I'll just cancel that it, it, to work out in that. Holy fucking shit, man. I, I felt like I was going to die. Like you're just breathing in your own shit. And they were like, yeah. and there was a, there's a set of rules that they give you. And this is gold's is gold's gym. Um, there's a set of rules that they give you where it's like, if you start to feel yourself breathing too hard, if you, if you exerted too much energy, you can pull it out from your face for no longer than three seconds to catch your breath. And then it's got to be back on. And it was just like, and I saw somebody get warned. Uh, mm-hmm. over it too and same thing somebody must have snitched on him or mm-hmm. whatever and i was like man i i'm I, i'm all done with that um so when it goes back to normal if it does then i'll go back there but until then fuck it uh for real um and i wish i could go kanye on it you know like he did yesterday because that was the greatest thing one of the greatest things i've ever seen by the way uh, did you hear what he did on twitter yesterday uh with the peeing on the Pissing all over the Grammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, threw his Grammy in a toilet yeah. and proceeded to piss all over it. That, we have different views. That video is up to 26 million. On Kanye. 26 million views on Twitter alone. Just mm-hmm. on Twitter alone on mm-hmm. this one, right? Um, is he crazy? Yes. But he made some great points. I don't know if you went through the tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, so Giorgio has a music industry background. And he went, and because he's got a lawsuit against Jay-Z and Universal um, for his contract. He said his contract is unfair and it's bullshit and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, uh, he's been locked in this for like two years and he goes, I'm not releasing any new music until I get a new contract or get out of this contract, right? Okay. He proceeds to post every single page of his contract, tweet by tweet. And he said, if there's any lawyers out there, can you tell me how bad I'm getting fucked over on this deal? And I was like, whoa. Every musician, by the way, came out in his defense and was just like, yeah, man, we're getting fucking snowed in this. So I read it because um, I'm, you know, I'm bored. I'm on a, on, uh, on a flight trying, mm-hmm. to, trying to get through this. And I know these contracts because I've had to sign a million of them for movies um, and books because you have royalties the same way as musicians do. Uh, but they, it just works differently. And I was like, I wonder what his percentage is. Um, so when I was going through his contracts, you know, the record label is getting 75% of what Kanye makes. And it's Holy this, shit. it is these same contracts that I've signed a million times, like over the last 20 mm-hmm. years for the entertainment industry. And I was like, Oh my God. And then there's <sighs> step ups inside of it, uh, in, inside of these deals where it's like, uh, if he sold $6 million overseas, uh, it would get bumped up to a 26% royalty. 
Uh, if he sold $7 million, it got bumped up to a 27% royalty, but he goes, he was like, look, man, in all of this, there's all these hidden fees and bullshit that they charge you for. And he goes, you will never reach these bonuses as a music artist. And uh, he's right. They do the same thing in films and they do the same thing in, in books, but they're not taking 75%. Um, Why do you sign that, though? That is a, that's a great, great point. And that's what Giorgio said. Um, I think, and here, here's my guess with this, right? Um, as an artist, you sign these deals, uh, especially like new you know, artists were starting out and everything else, right? Um, you don't have a choice because you don't, you don't have a way to pay for production or get your music out there and all this other shit, right? Mm -hmm. There should be some form of split that is even on the back end if your shit blows up and you, and you do well or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, with Kanye, like I, at this point, what I'm told, Giorgio, and correct me if I'm wrong, what, what you were telling us in the van on the way back uh, um, was that that's a pretty stock standard music contract for every musician, right? Mm, man. Okay. So if you want the promotion and the other shit and the universal and all that other stuff, right? And look, I, I've sold two movies to universal. Um, it's the same unit, you know, essentially split off. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think my deal with that, and it was because it was universal, was 60-40. And even then I was like, fuck, man, that's not the greatest, um, you know? Uh, because they did nothing for me. And I got hit up with charges in there for promotion fees of like $50,000 where they were like, hey, we'll get you on whatever talk show and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. They didn't do anything, nothing. They made a poster. Um, and even that poster I got charged for. And that poster I got charged for 15 grand for right. the fucking movie poster. And it was just right. like, holy shit, dude. And those fees add up and all that other shit. But if I don't have Universal, and, and for that movie, it was FDR American Badass. Um, uh, if I don't have Universal... I don't get that Netflix deal. That movie doesn't go out on Netflix and I don't get to be seen by a bunch of people and blah, 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 blah. So it's like, it's this weird necessary evil. And, uh, you know, I, I think what he did yesterday actually helps. Um, you know, did he lose his fucking mind? Yeah, he did. Uh, did he put post some other shit that got him banned for 12 hours? Yeah, he did. Did, did Rick Fox have to yep. tweet that he got banned and let for 12 people hours? know yeah. that? Yeah, sure. Um, and, sure. uh, uh, but there, there was some helpful things in there where he was just like, hey, man, fuck you. Uh, now, the Grammy thing is interesting because I've heard a rumor for years that you can buy a Grammy. Like, you, like a, a label can buy that off. Mm -hmm. what, 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 do you, what do you say, Giorgio, on that? You can definitely buy. You can buy a yeah, Golden Globe. You can buy a number one on iTunes, basically. Yeah, yeah, and you can buy a Golden Globe. Weinstein has done it for years, right? Um, so, you know. So is he saying the the Forbes list is racist? He said Forbes, the editor of Forbes, was racist. The editor of Forbes was racist, and then he proceeded to take a screenshot and then post uh, his number online. That's what got him. Uh, uh, the 12 hour band, I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it depends on what context it is. Like for us, we go on air and talk about shitty companies. We're talking about our personal experiences, putting out a blanket statement of somebody's a white supremacist and putting their number up. You can't do that. Sure. Um, but if you're talking about a work experience for, for a business, you're allowed to do that. You can't just post somebody's shit like that. But, um, 
there was some good points in yesterday and a bunch of musicians came to his calls. But yes, Jesse, he's lost his mind and I clearly agree with that. Like, you know that, right? Yeah. Uh, the rest of it, I just find hilarious. Right. Just pure comedy at its highest form and that's it. Um, but uh, Again, we yeah. deal with this whole thing way differently. Like you will lean into the madness, right? What do you mean? You will lean into the crazy stories and the madness of this time and like get really in there. Mm-hmm. And I can't, because things are so crazy, I cannot go down another crazy rabbit hole. Do you know what I mean? I can't deal with someone else's craziness sort of. right now. Sort of. You had some strong opinions about this social dilemma movie. And I, I like, I, now I want to see it to see if it has changed your perspective on anything. And, uh, well, we, I, I, I tell you what, on Monday's show, we will, we will watch it and go into it, uh, together. But, uh, every, we've gotten a lot of messages from listeners about this. Of like, Hey, here's man. what I, one thing I'm going to say about the show. I'm on the right side of this social dilemma oh really okay interesting you give me shit for it everybody gives me shit for it get on there more get on it get on it you're never on your phone i'm on the right side of history all right and i you will see from this documentary everything i've been saying all along so let's true let's let's put this out to the audience all right so uh social dilemma on netflix right on netflix watch it this weekend Jesse and I will watch it this weekend and we will have a huge conversation about it. That way, everybody in the message boards on YouTube and all that stuff are listening, uh, wherever you're listening to. Um, we can all talk about this together and learn and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. But when I get flooded with this many messages about one thing, clearly it's fucked up and it's awesome. So uh, I will watch it this weekend and we will do a full report on it Monday, on Monday's show. I can promise you that. Um, the last thing I'm going to end with is, uh, is to recap a story that we talked about, um, uh, back in March with Jimmy Fallon. Um, oh no, uh, we're, I'm sorry. We're going to, we're going to end this show on 600, obviously with a crime corner. Obviously. Um, my last story here is, uh, is this Jimmy Fallon thing. So six months ago, Jimmy Fallon came out and he had apologized for his blackface for doing Chris Rock, um, on SNL. Mm-hmm. Great impression of Chris Rock. They did it in blackface. Everybody at the network approved it. Lauren Michaels approved it. It went through so many people. A million. And it a aired. A million. And it aired. And it was it's beloved. really funny and, and, and whatever. Sure, sure, sure. You hadn't heard from Chris Rock. Uh, Chris Rock did an interview. I guess he's coming out with uh, starring in Fargo or no. um, he's got he's something he's promoting, whatever it is, right? Okay. And uh, they asked him about it. And he goes, man, I, I, I did not have one problem with it whatsoever. He goes, not only is Jimmy my friend. But he goes, it's the way in which you use blackface. Like if you're actually doing it to demean somebody um, or degrade somebody, then I have a fucking problem with it. Um, Otherwise, in in a sketch like that, I I had zero problem with it. You know, and he goes, in today's society, can you do blackface in 2020? No. No. Could could you back then? Yes. Um, And it's the same thing with my movies. Like the, the, the two that we used it in, it was in the context of a character, uh, not to degrade or demean any black people whatsoever. It was in the context of the character for that comedic bit. And uh, I don't think there should be any explanation behind it or pulling episodes and all that shit. You know, I saw they just pulled um, uh, a bunch of uh, It's Always Sunny's uh, in Philadelphia's uh, as well off of Hulu, I guess, um, mm-hmm. for it. And uh, again, if it's part of the bit in the, com- the comedy, 
you're not making, f you're not degrading anybody by doing it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I, I agree with Chris Rock on this and it was cool to at least see him come out and say, hey man, yeah. uh, especially now. Is it would be real easy just to, to to breeze right on past this and be like, no, fuck Fallon, you know, throw him under the bus. But uh, it was cool to see him come out and, and, and say something to his friend. Uh, on episode 600, it would be a crime of us to not end this show with a crime corner, crime corner. Crime corner? Um, this one's just a, just a fun one, you know? Sure. Just a fun one from where? Florida. Florida. Yeah. Florida woman arrested, urinated in front of deputy, and then offered to go down on him. The important part of this story is the girl, okay. right? So should, I, should we show or should I read first? Let me Let's just read a show. little. It's show and tell. So you show first and then tell. What do you think? <laughs> All right, yeah look. yeah i look, think that's true that's the turkey's true. still in the oven the rest of the the that's you know. true so in leesburg florida gorgeous ah gorgeous love that part of the country country yeah god's country mm -hmm. um a young woman who had been gotten getting a ride home um from her boyfriend is behind bars on a felony charge after she urinated in front of a deputy so uh, when the deputies discovered a young woman sitting in the median mm -hmm. of 27, around 2 a.m., they offered to uh, sit with her until someone could come pick her up. They were trying to be very, you know, nice, like something clearly happened. You're obviously drunk. Like, just call someone, have someone pick you up. Um, she, Madison Ann Bryant. We can picture her already, right? Yeah. 19, yep. told deputies she had exited a nearby truck after arguing with her boyfriend over relationship issues. We know how that goes. Sure. Listen, when us girls drink sometimes, it all comes out. Yeah. And we got to get out of that truck. Of course. Um, while waiting for the ride, Bryant told the deputy that she had to pee. Uh-huh. And that she intended to do so on the side of the road. And the deputy told her not to do that and offered to drive her to a gas station. She was really drunk and uh, did not wait. Instead, she pulled down her pants and while holding onto the front of the police car, yeah. peed, um, just, pull, just pulled her pants down and just started peeing. Sure. The police officers walked away because they didn't want to be involved in any stuff. Obviously. So when they, they, they had to handcuff her at this point, yeah. I mean, they were really going to help her out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me wait here, call somebody. You're not going to jail. Don't worry. Now we got to take you, motherfucker. And there's pee everywhere. Um, so they put her in handcuffs on the way to the Lake County Jail. She repeatedly was asking for her jewel. Yes. Needed the jewel. There it is. Now we're getting a little bit more of a picture, right? We yeah. can kind of picture her a little bit more. Yep. Um, she repeatedly asked for the jewel. Um, she needed it for anxiety. Um, so then she asked the deputy if he was married with children. When the deputy answered, she said, I'm not trying to fuck that up. I'll suck your dick if you give me my jewel back. And I feel that, right? Wow. So, <laughs> Brian. Wow. Let's show her now. Let's show her now. I can't wait to see. Oh. And oh. like, 
this is her like disheveled. So picture this in the beginning of the night, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hot chick. Topanga. She kind of looks like Topanga from yeah. uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah. Hot, white, blonde chick. Yeah. Um, and I homeboy. highlight this story because we don't say enough about the cops doing the right thing. Um, he didn't. Really? He didn't do it, guys. Oof. Didn't do it with this drunk, three named, 19 year old blonde chick. Man. I, here's, and I here's think we need deal. to, you know what I mean? Like, do more stories <laughs> about the police. Who's the police department? Being the good guy. It's Florida, whatever. Lees, Leesburg. Leesburg. What's it called? Lees County. Yeah, Leesburg, Florida. All right. The. Police officers, um, the deputies, yeah. um, did the right thing. They did not take the bait. I think it was probably just him by himself. Still, man, didn't. I here here's the deal, and it was for a jewel. It was all over a jewel. Yeah, and you, I you, feel that. You take that beach, uh, enjoy your nights, and then uh, give her the jewel back. And give be her on the your jewel. Way. Send her on her way. It's a 19-year-old hot college fucking white chick like you're right. good you're good on that right the only problem is that's the exact demographic that 19 years later comes back and ruins your entire life so maybe not <laughs> do you know what i mean like that i know he probably weighed a couple different there was probably one second where he was like had saw the jewel no just one just one second he thought <laughs> right <laughs> and then he was like mm, uh, no man not 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 not, not gonna take, do it you take that bead hombre uh at 19 and then you give her the jewel back and you don't say anything else you you, you know you know the next thing you say is ma'am where do you live and i'll just drop you off there and we're good to go on this. we're good to go yep no harm no foul uh i'm gonna zip them back up turn off that body cam and uh Right. And enjoy the fruits of my hard labor because it is not easy being a cop today. So let me tell you this. Uh, for any cops out there, um, you've been treated like shit repeatedly yes. every single place you, you go. You deserve a, a drunken. Beach. Drunken beach from a 19-year-old hot sorority girl. You do. I'm sorry you, you do. just fought with her boyfriend. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be great. My God, man. She's for a pissed. jewel. For a jewel? You know how much she wanted that fucking jewel, dude? So bad, dude. I would have I been a Cardi B uh, blowjob um, uh, in real life. So, sure. uh, you so don't, again. Don't turn that down. There's a lot of good officers out there. Yeah. Doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta accept. Um, and, you know, give her a ride home. And uh, that's what ha used to happen in the olden days. 70s. Uh -huh. What's up? You're fucked up. All right, cool. Did you just be, oh, you, you only, now if she had dumped out shit all over it in front of the cop car, fine. Mm -hmm. The fact that it was she was she just urinated. It's like all right, cool. Slide, right. slide the panties back. Let's take that beach. I'll grab your jewel and then I'll give you a ride back home. That's what would have happened in the seventies, probably seventies, eighties, right? Mm -hmm. Now you know all the cameras and body cam and all that shit. The dash cam that. I'm sure because the dash cam showed up somewhere and they checked that as well. And, mm. you know, fuck, dude. You got you to gotta take that beach when you can, though. Mm. Uh, but uh, we're not I living in that say, world. I wouldn't say take her home, though. I would say put her back where you found her. Do you know what I mean? And, like, mm. drive off. In that 
you much wanna, of you intox. Make sure she got home safely, though. Come on. I mean, that's a little much, Shapes. You get a nice beach, you give somebody a jewel, you get them home safely, you know? And I get that and I respect that. Yeah. If I'm going to save the cops, do you know what I mean? If I'm going to like look more in the, like to protect the policemen? Protect and serve. So you're drunk, you're 19, blacked out, peeing all over the place, propositioning a policeman for uh, a beach mm-hmm. just for your jewel. I mean, you are at a level that if you told anybody the story, yeah, no one would no. believe you. No one that was out with you, your boyfriend wouldn't believe you. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did he take it? <laughs> sure, bitch. You're fucking wasted. You always get wasted. Um, so that was the, that's the only thing I was thinking is kind of like you could make it sort of like a dream that happened to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, man, Leesburg. It's a hard road. Take that beach. Between, yeah. Take that beach. Yeah. Between you, Rike it and me, um, condoning. A beach for a jewel. Yeah. You're canceled, James. I'm canceled. canceled. I'm definitely canceled. And, um. 600. Goodbye to everyone. It was really fun. Episode um, 600. We, we don't said know what goodbye my to Jesse Wiseman. Uh, it's going to happen like Fighter and the Kid. I'm going to get somebody, you know. And they're just going to magically like, like keep coming on. and That's it. We're not going to say anything about it. Um, so whoever's in that chair on Monday morning, uh, you know, we'll be there. Uh, please, the only thing I ask for 600 is, is just go to iTunes and uh, rate the show a five star and leave a review it really helps scoot us on up the charts. Please do that for 600. That'll allow us to be here with you for another 600 more. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>